We have a very interesting topic to speak about today, crowdfunding licenses in the DIFC. Let's first understand why setting up in the DIFC makes sense. It is one of the world's top 10 onshore financial centers and offers a secure and efficient platform for businesses and financial institutions to reach into and out of the emerging markets of the region. Besides offering a wide range of financial service activities, the center also provides an integrated environment and world-class standard of living. It is well regarded in the international community as well. DIFC fills the time zone gap for a global financial center between the leading financial centers of London and New York in the West and Hong Kong and Tokyo in the East. Some other advantages include a legal framework supports cross-border activities, with 100% foreign ownership, zero tax for 50 years and an independent, English-speaking, common law judicial system. So what is crowdfunding? The past few years has seen disruptive innovation in financial technology and the financial services sector is changing access to finance in more ways than one. Crowdfunding, as the name suggests, involves sourcing finance from the crowd, or a large pool of individual investors, mostly retail, as opposed to obtaining finance from a bank or other financial institutions. At the core of the crowdfunding business is a platform, based on innovative technology, that can be a combination of a website and an app. This platform offers an online marketplace for seekers of finance and sources of finance, the crowd. Consequently, the DIFC licenses center around three main types of regulated crowdfunding businesses. The first is investment-based crowdfunding, where businesses offer equity in return for finance. These are usually SMEs and startups. The second is loan-based crowdfunding, where issuers offer an interest on monies borrowed under a loan agreement with lenders on the platform. Again, mostly used by SMEs and startups that face difficulties in obtaining traditional modes of finance. The third, and the most interesting, is property-based crowdfunding. Here, the platform lists properties in which investors can take fractional ownership. The DFSA currently does not regulate charity-based crowdfunding platforms, and hence there is no such license available at the DIFC. Firms interested in carrying out crowdfunding activities from the DIFC are required to submit applications to the Dubai Financial Services Authority, or DFSA. The DFSA, for the purposes of authorization and supervision, categorizes the crowdfunding business as a Category 4 entity, with the primary activity of operating a crowdfunding platform. The base capital required for a DEF crowdfunding license is US$140,000. Actual capital required will depend on the nature, quantum of business and forecasted annual expenditure, as per the financial model of the proposed firm. The DFSA offers three types of crowdfunding licenses. A. Investment-based crowdfunding platform. B. Loan-based crowdfunding platform. And C. Property-based crowdfunding platform. DIFC crowdfunding platforms are able to cater to retail clients, since the business model is essentially retail. However, there are additional requirements to ensure retail client protection. For instance, retail investors will only be allowed to invest up to $50,000 in a single calendar year. Due to the nature of the license and the recent issuance of crowdfunding regulations, the DFSA places slightly higher entry-level requirements and restrictions on the license itself. By the way, you can also set up in the DIFC with an innovation license, which is for non-regulated technology startups. Such a license encourages startups to establish a presence in the region, employ staff and prepare for regulation by then applying to the DFSA for regulatory approvals. You cannot, obviously, carry out regulated activities until a financial services permission has been obtained. Well, your next question will surely be. How do I go about it? 
The first step involves a formal meeting with the DIFC. A holistic description of the project, intended activities and expansion plans are discussed here. The outcome of the meeting is the submission of a letter of intent, expressing interest in setting up in the DIFC. Applicants now compile the Regulatory Business Plan, or RBP. This forms the backbone of the application to the DFSA. It has to be comprehensive, and detail the business model, revenue streams, corporate governance and management, control mechanisms, risks involved and every other aspect that will be relevant to the proposed business. The first draft of the regulatory business plan is sent to the DFSA for a quick review, following which they revert either confirming the go-ahead for submissions, or suggesting a rework of the draft. The next step is submission of the formal application to the DFSA. This is a comprehensive submission and it includes the regulatory business plan, financial model, manuals and policies, KYC and other details on the shareholders, directors, controllers and senior management. The DFSA application fee has to be paid as well. Do note that for crowdfunding licenses, the DFSA would like a prototype of the solution to accompany the formal application. The DFSA then conducts a detailed review process for all applications. A case officer is appointed, and he or she reviews the application and sends across a list of questions that the applicant clarifies. This process can take up to 2-3 months, with multiple rounds of follow-up queries and clarifications. The DFSA also, at some point during this process, conducts an interview with the senior executive officer, compliance officer and controllers, to better understand the project and their roles. A satisfactory review process at an internal DFSA authorization committee meeting results in the DFSA issuing an in-principle approval, or IPA. The IPA states that the DFSA welcomes the applicant to the center. Subject to the completion of conditions stated in the IPA these conditions usually include setting up the legal structure, opening the bank account and deposit of the share capital. The final step would be to submit evidence of the completion of the in-principle conditions to the DFSA, following which they issue the financial services permission to the applicant firm. And finally, your crowdfunding license is ready, and you can go live. So, how much does this cost? Generally, there are two components of DFSA fees. One, an application processing fee, and the other, an annual licensing fee. The application fee is $5,000 for a crowdfunding license application, and the license fee is $10,000 payable annually. The ROC helps to set up the legal structure of the DIFC-regulated firm. Shareholders can be individual or corporate. There are many options available, such as private company limited by shares and limited liability partnerships. The first-year costs come in at $1,500 with an innovation license, with subsequent renewals around $13,000. Every entity registered in the DIFC is required to lease a physical office. You can choose from the gate and surrounding buildings, or other buildings within the DIFC, such as Emirates Financial Towers, Central Park, Park Avenue, Borge Daman, and Currency House. Prices vary, depending on the space availed and the building. Rentals start at $20,000 per annum. So, how can we at 10 Leafs help you? We provide turnkey services for DIFC crowdfunding licenses. From initial consulting, to assistance in authorizations, to assistance in preparation of the legal documentation, 10 Leafs helps you navigate the DFSA rulebook and submit an application that is comprehensive, complete, and compliant. Through 10L Technologies, we also assist you with building your crowdfunding platform from scratch. Our services include assistance in Reviewing the business model and advice on the applicable regulatory framework. Preparation of the regulatory business plan and comprehensive financial projections. Preparation of all policies, 
processes and manuals required. Provision of outsourced compliance officer and outsourced finance officer services. Finalizing the legal structure, including holding company setup and customization of memorandums, and finalization of lease space, bank account opening and obtaining financial services permissions. Well, here is where we draw to a close today. Thank you for listening, and do get in touch with us by writing in to us at connected10leaves.ae. Do also visit our website at www.10leaves.ae. Have a good day.